It is 4.34 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, this Friday is October 6th, which means it's the first Friday of October, which means it's first Friday in downtown Two Falls. And that, of course, is a special day of shopping, art, and entertainment. You can visit a variety of retailers, artist venues, and fabulous restaurants. Go to DTSF for more information on that. We are continuing our conversation here with Jason Weiss. He is the president, owner of Collective Efforts Union, which is a uh, local booking company and is very involved in entertainment and nightlife in this town. So, Jason, uh, before we move on to the, the present, I want you to give me some, from back in the, uh, the old uh, underground days, uh, mid-90s, uh, early, early days of the all-ages scene, What's what's your lasting memory? From give me one thing that you'll never forget. Well, we did a show uh, at a place called the Knights of Columbus Hall. Um, I can't remember exactly what year it was. It was towards the end of the '90s. Um, but we used to rent out the Knights of Columbus Hall, and there was a um, elderly woman who lived upstairs, and she was just as friendly as could be. And we, uh, you know, she we just had bands play in mm-hmm. what, what was essentially her basement, um, and it, it went well all the time. And we had a, a band called uh, the Murder City Devils that was supposed to play there, um, and uh, it was back when Robert Morris was writing yep. for the Artist Leader. Yep. And uh, what uh, something that the band was famous for was at the end of their set, they would have their roadie put uh, some lighter fluid on their cymbals, <laughs> and they yeah. would light it, and he would hit, you know, hit the yeah. cymbals at a certain time and a flame would go up and it would you know everybody loved it um but so the uh, what had happened on their tour maybe the year before or something a club that they had played caught fire uh so Whoops. something yeah um and so uh they, they he ran an article and it was kind of focused on like, uh. this club that had started fire um so uh so yeah before the band was allowed to load in uh they had drawn up like a contract that they weren't weren't allowed to use fire with their show and uh, yeah so it was this it was this like probably uh just 85 year old just sweet woman outside just holding this contract it's like nobody goes in you know because it was a like million dollar plus wood room yeah you know? so back it is uh yeah so she was like nobody goes in until they sign this so that was a pretty crazy thing i spent a lot of time in there i can understand why you wouldn't want pyrotechnics yeah no definitely it would not have been safe (laughs) Uh, but yeah in that same room we did a band called at the drive-in which is now reunited and uh headlining festivals and you know at the time it was probably four or five hundred people in that room and that was the most that i had ever had ever dealt with and it was a really kind of pivotal moment in the booking I saw Greg Brown there once in, uh, in uh, Supergrass. I think yeah. played oh, there. Yeah. That was was that you? Nope. I think that might have been one of Terry's. Uh, it was an awesome show. Yeah. Um, we're here with Jason Weiss. He is the head of a Collective Efforts Union, which is a local booking agency. So give me uh, some sense of, of the shows that you got, you're doing now and that are coming up that, that we would be interested in sure um well the sioux falls local uh the spill canvas uh released their uh album called no really i'm fine mm-hmm. uh, about 10 years ago that's nick thomas yep nick yep. thomas and they're doing a, a tour uh where they're playing that album um and that is that is next thursday uh october 12th at icon lounge uh that you, you know they do a, a great crowd here in town spill canvas of course at one point had signed to warner brothers I yeah they, yeah they, and they i think they were on kind of a subsidiary label but yeah. they, they definitely were they were on uh you know the i think a spider-man movie soundtrack and yeah. the, the crow 2 soundtrack so they were definitely uh on the cusp of uh doing some big things for a while um and they still do a great show uh a great crowd here in sioux falls so uh, we're doing that next thursday 
um, you know, a lot of uh, Minneapolis and uh, regional hip hop acts that come through. We put those together, um, and uh, so you do all kinds of. Uh, different kinds of music yeah you'll, you'll do anything that you think will sell sure i mean we did indigenous uh, not too long ago uh you know which is more of a blues guitar which act, is uh, uh originally Mateau, yeah yeah from who was uh, uh from the yankton sioux tribe right? yeah absolutely and, yeah. i think he's uh, living uh close by here but uh the indigenous does really well we you know so we kind of touch we have a punk rock show on sunday a fat records band called the pears are playing at Icon also. Uh, we just did a big, you know, metal festival at Big's Bar last weekend. Oh, that so, was you. I saw that. Yeah, cool. yeah. So I, I, it was actually not me. Uh, it was a group out of Omaha that put this festival together last year, and uh, they were going to do it in Sioux Falls this year. And, and I was I helped bring it and helped them do it with the logistics and planning. Uh, so it was not not my festival, but I helped them promote it. What's playing well in town right now? What's what's the most popular stuff that you do? Um, well, it kind of fluctuates. Uh, r- right now, I would say, uh, you know, indie rock and uh, kind of garage rock style. That's kind of the resurgence has come with, with Total Drag. Uh, you know, a lot of those kind of acts are, are the ones that are drawn. Uh, Twin Peaks and Night Moves or you know, some bands from Minneapolis that are kind of on the edge that do really well. Uh, Night Moves headlined Ferns and Fest a couple of weeks ago. So uh, Total um, Drag, of course, is the little indie record store, and it is little. Down yeah, it actually they expanded a couple months ago. So it's yep. a little bigger than it used to be. So there's more room in there for for concerts, but it's not a big venue. No, not at all. But it's, what has uh, that meant for you? Um, it's essentially it's the opportunity to do a show with under a hundred people um, without any expectation. You know, which is very rare. Uh, you know, because we, that sh- a show could do twenty people and it could do eighty. Um, but you know, a lot of times when you have a show at a venue, you have you know you have staff, you have people who are coming around the sound and lights, you have bartenders. You know, you have to have X amount of people to drink X amount of alcohol to mm-hmm. make X amount of money to make it make sense for the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, at Total Drag, uh, they have the PA set up, and it's their record store. Essentially, a show any pe- any people that come to a show at Total Drag is potential record buyers, and mm-hmm. so they're happy to have you know a show and an event and so it's a great opportunity to bring in bands that won't draw a hundred people you know that so to be the ability to build with them they're and, you know traveling the country in a van yeah and you know again uh, if you have a show at a venue where there is all those expenses sometimes there has to be a cut from the door you know to to that um and so again uh, something like total drag there's the opportunity to give the band the majority of the door money uh, because it's not otherwise obligated. It's also all ages venue, so anybody yeah. can go, which is a big deal, and yeah. and does harken back to the nineties when there yeah, was a it lot was of a definitely a, a more uh, more camaraderie and more uh, tight knit scene when it was you know it was all ages and everybody was just going to the shows to go to the events where the people they wanted to hang out were at. And and, I think and total drag too is a place uh, they have local acts. Yeah, oh, all the time. And there's not very many venues for local acts, pr- particularly just starting out to play. Right. And, uh, you know, like that's sort of led to the resurgence of kind of rock bands in Sioux Falls, which, which there really weren't for a while. There was a lot of hard rock, metal, even folk acts uh, in the last few years, but not a lot of just general rock bands. Yeah, Americana is still pretty big around here. Yeah, it? and absolutely. And, and, you know, and it's fantastic. You have people that are doing it fan- great around here, Union Grove Pickers mm-hmm. and Burlap Wolfgang, you know, and they're just just nailing it but as far as just a rock band sioux falls has had uh kind of a 
a lack of that for a while. Yeah. So Total Drag coming back, they opened a little over three years ago, and I think that that's uh, really started that back up a little bit. Total Drag is, if you don't know where it is, it's on 12th Street and uh, 1st Avenue, just uh, across the street from the old post office down there. So yeah, it's they tucked moved, away. They moved into the uh, Common Sense side. So Common Sense moved to the, the end. So it expanded it from, I think they could do eight, 75, 80 people before, and now it does up to, they do up to 100. So. Well, that's pretty good. We're talking with Jason Weiss. He is with the Collective Efforts Union, a local booking agency, and we're talking about entertainment in Sioux Falls, and we're going to come right back in a moment and uh, talk more about what, what this town needs. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. <laughs> 